0: Would you bow your head in prayer? Gracious Lord, we ask that uh, you would bless this time in your word. Be present with us now. In your name we pray. Amen. Okay, I'm going to give you uh, older folks a test. Okay, the little ones passed. Let's see if you guys know how to complete this sentence. You're in good hands with Allstate. Yeah, they used to have this commercial where there'd be a, uh, a these two big hands on the state on the screen, and there'd be a little house and maybe a family inside the hands, and that was the the commercial for Allstate. You're in good hands with Allstate. Well, this morning, in this service, I want to talk to you about the fact that you're in good hands with Jesus, because His hands are Easter hands. And his hands are shepherd hands. Easter hands are shepherd hands. I want you to listen to the word that I read just a moment ago, okay? It's from John chapter 10. My sheep, listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one can snatch them out of my hand. I want you to notice... Jesus doesn't, he says, but he does say, he says, these are my sheep. Doesn't say my lions, doesn't say my tigers, doesn't say my bears. He says my sheep. And calling a sheep is not necessarily a compliment. Okay. Um, sheep may well be one of the dumbest animals alive. If you take sheep into a new pasture, you have to show them where the water is or they'll never find it. it and, and the truth is, is, is that you and I, on our own, as some you learned, can't find God. If sheep get lost, they're not going to find their way back. I, I tell oftentimes in Bible class about coming out of the country church in Nebraska. And there was this flock of 10 sheep going in a circle out in the back behind the church. And and three hours later, they were still going in that same circle. And they would have kept going in that same circle if if the owner hadn't come and gotten them. There's a reason why Jesus talks about searching for the sheep. It's because without him searching for us, we'd never find him. I know a story of a farmer who had this big fat ewe, female, okay? And every day she would fall in the same ditch and get stuck. And she was so heavy that every day the farmer had to come with his truck and pull her out. And then the next day, she was right back in that same ditch. We, as human beings do that, we tend to uh, make the same mistakes, commit the same sins over and over and over in our life. And our only hope is, is God's grace. The other thing is sheep are defenseless. They, nothing they can do there's a wolf. They have to have a shepherd. Protect them. And we're defenseless against the enemy, Satan. But we have a shepherd. We're in good hands. The Easter hands, the shepherd hands of Jesus. And so I want to talk for just a couple of minutes this morning about what we know about our shepherd's hands. And the first is that they're strong hands. It's one of my favorite stories. If you come into my office sometime, you're going to see a little wood sculpture that I have of this story. It's the story of of Peter walking on water. And when he takes his eyes off of Jesus, he starts to sink because he sees the wind and the waves and the, 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 This carving shows Jesus reaching out his hand and pulling Peter into the boat. He has strong hands. And whether it's climbing old Baldy, which is not a nickname for me. Don't anybody get that idea? Or whatever else causes you anxiety. Whatever fears, whatever you're going to face as you go on into high school and college and all that stuff along or whatever goes on in your life, your shepherd has strong hands to rescue you. He also has compassionate hands. You know, there's a Bible passage that, that says... Uh, we have a, we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way as we are, and yet was without sin. We have a shepherd who has stood in our shoes, who has experienced what it's like to be betrayed by a friend, who knows what it's like to be tempted, who, who understands what it's like to, to be afraid, You know, we prayed that night before the garden, before he went to the cross. There was real fear there. He wept outside the tomb of Lazarus. He had compassion. He was able to empathize with people. And so when they brought him the woman caught in adultery, he had compassion on him. When, they, when Brian Bartimaeus was crying out, you know, for Jesus, and they wanted him to, sh- the, the crowds wanted him to be silent. Jesus had compassion on Bartimaeus and healed him. When Zacchaeus was up in the tree and everybody despised him, Jesus had compassion on him. Our Lord's hands are compassionate hands. His hands are also scarred and yet living. I hope when you get to heaven someday that and you see Jesus, look at his hands. Because his hands, well, even on that day, still bear the scars from the cross a reminder that He has right now and a reminder that He has for us all through our life, that He's the one who was delivered over to death for our sins, that He was wounded for our transgressions, and yet, even though they were nailed to the cross, even though they were once dead, our Lord's scarred hands are living hands. He has risen from the dead. He is alive, and that means our sins are forgiven. Your sins are forgiven. It means that death has been defeated, that there is an eternity waiting for you and me. And I know that there are times when we look at the things we've done and we think, how in the world can God love me? Why should he? Look at his scarred living hands. There's all the proof you'll ever need. They were scarred for you, for me. So they're they're strong hands, they're scarred hands, they're, they're living hands, they're compassionate hands. But when you are in your shepherd's hands, you're in your father's hands. Let me read a couple passages to you here. My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. I and the Father are one. Now, I don't know, you, don't have, you haven't had lately to, to, to take the sermon notes, you're all done with that. Probably really glad about that. Um, but I remember a couple sermons ago, I talked about the fact that there are 100 billion stars in the Milky Way galaxy. And there are supposedly like 100 billion galaxies in the universe. And I just want you to think about who takes care of all that. Well, the Bible says he, your father, brings out the starry hosts one by one and calls them each by name because of his great power and mighty strength. Not one of them is missing. And still later in Isaiah says, Who has measured the waters in the hollow of his hand or with the breath of his mouth marked off the heavens? Our Father's hands are big enough, strong enough to hold the whole universe. And they're the hands that hold you. Listen to these words. So do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand, for I am the Lord your God, who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, do not fear. I will help you. You know, you guys, we said it yesterday, you guys are about to be confirmed in late service. Into the summer, you enter high school. Right? And then you go on to uh, the next phase of your life. And mom and dad, I want you to think about this too. One of these days you're going to start driving. Right, You're in your shepherd's hands. And the truth is, even when you are not with them to protect them, the one who's been watching over them all their life will still be watching over them. Their shepherd. And though our hands are weak, his are strong. You know, I love the story, and you've heard me tell it again and again about the little boy and his father walking down the sidewalk, and it's icy, must have been up north. And the father says, here, let me hold your hand so you don't slip and fall. And the little boy says, no, daddy, let me hold your hand. But his hand isn't big enough. He barely gets a hold of his father's hand. And they come along. They come to some ice. The boy's feet slip and slide. His grip isn't strong enough. And down he goes. So then the dad says, here, let me hold your hands. And he takes hold of his little boy's hands. And his, the dad's hands are so big, he just all the way around them, and they go down the sidewalk and they come to some ice again and the little boy's feet slip, but didn't fall this time, because the father's hand is strong enough to hold him. Your father's hands, your shepherd's hands, are strong enough to hold you. See, that's the message today. When you're in Jesus' hands, you're in good hands. His Easter living hands are your shepherd's hands. Amen? Amen. Now may the peace of God, which you pass all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus unto life that is everlasting. Amen.